Hello everybody and welcome to Galactic Yo-Yo, the podcast where Doctor Who fans share their unpopular opinions with the world and I have to deal with them, except not at the moment because we're still reviewing episodes. This week it was Eve of the Daleks, which aired just over a week ago. I've been a little slow putting this out, um, so I'm sorry about that, but I've been a busy gal. Um, Johnny and I had uh, Imogen, Janoodle, uh, round to our house to to talk about the episode, uh, which was lovely because... Uh, Imogen was supposed to come hang out with us to talk about the Vanquishers, but then she couldn't make it. Um, uh, so it was nice to nice to finally get to sit down and chat with her. You'll know Imogen uh, from her fantastic illustrations, um, uh, Doctor Who illustrations and other illustrations and other art. Um, but you'll also know her from appearing on Galactic Yo-Yo on two occasions before. So it was nice to nice to chat with her again. Um, all three of us actually enjoyed the episode, um, which was refreshing after. The Vanquishers, which I don't think... I mean, Johnny and I definitely didn't enjoy it, and I don't think Imogen enjoyed it much either by the sounds of it. So it was good after that to finally feel like we were enjoying the show again. Um, I am going to be making some regular Galactic Yo-Yos, um, but not in the near future. Um, I'll be doing it before the spring, though, so uh, so don't panic. Um, I think, though, that's all the admin. Thank you so much. Oh, no, it's not. It's not. I've got one more thing. Um, just one more thing. Um, thank you so much to Johnny for helping me out with these um, review episodes. Uh, I've really enjoyed having another presenter to bounce off. That's been that's been great. So um, I'm not going to thank you in person, Johnny, but I know you listen to these. So thank you very much. Um, also, speaking of Johnny, he and I, as you'll know, if you've been listening every week, have a play coming up um, in around a month's time. Um, in London, uh, it's in Clapham. It's at the Bread and Roses Theatre, and it is called Road to Nowhere. Johnny and I are both in the play. Johnny wrote the play. I directed the play, uh, and there are four other people in the play too. It is about a group of struggling filmmakers who travel to Paris during the uh, pandemic, ill-advisedly, to find their one successful movie star friend and uh, convince him to to help them out financially and uh, creatively. Um, I've had a lot of fun and continue to have a lot of fun putting the play together. We're working hard on it. Um, So it would mean a lot if you're based uh, in London or nearby, if you could come. I'm going to put a link to tickets in the description. They're selling thick and fast. So uh, make sure you make sure you buy uh, to 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 avoid missing out. I think, though, that is everything. Um, without further ado, then, please enjoy my conversation with my co-host, Jonathan Volkish, and Imogen Janoodle. Whoop! It seems that I'm some kind of a galactic yo-yo. impression and then you do yours and we'll get Imogen to tell us who we're impersonating. Okay, okay. Just, this is exciting. Yes okay. we can. Do you do yours? Do you want to do a guess first? Have you already got it? 
Wait, you, that was the impression. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even realise you were still on my go again. Okay, hang on. Yes, we can. I don't know who that is. All right. All right, Johnny, you do this? Yes, we can. I don't know who that oh, is. Oh, yeah. she still doesn't know. Is that Barack Obama? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, Barack Obama. Oh, okay. There we go. Wait, who yeah. did you think did it better? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you say Molly's was not even close to the point <laughs> at which it's actually inaccurate yeah, to call an impression? There wasn't even an American accent. No. How, how did this come up? Like, we were watching a movie and, and like you, someone said, yes, we can. And I went, just, yes, we can. And yeah, you were like, you just did what it. was that bit? And yeah. I was like, it's Obama. And you were like, what? I was just like, <laughs> you are the most incorrect you've ever been. <laughs> yeah, that, that impression was... Yeah. It's like you've never good. heard him speak. It's like you've literally never... It's like you're trying to, I don't know, do it from memory, but yeah, you've not yeah. actually... But you've not got yeah, the to memory be, to yeah, do yeah, it. To be, yeah. to be fair, it was sort of like a folk memory of Barack Obama. It's not like, Jimmy, I'm not... You have heard him speak, right? Yes, but but like I probably like haven't... actually, though, be yes, honest. I probably, be honest. I, it's probably been a while. I, he's not, yeah, he's not, not present at the moment. I've probably not seen him. I'm not, like, I don't follow the Obamas. And also, like, I... He's not saying yes, we can a lot anymore. And I, it's not like I've studied footage of Obama saying yes, we can yeah, to none do of the that. the words impression. he ever sounds sounds anything like the words you said. Yes, but that's the issue. Johnny, Johnny, I'm a woman, so naturally I have a much higher pitched voice than you. Yeah, no, I do understand how biology works, Molly. Um, you okay. don't have to lecture me on the human body. Okay. Um, Imogen sat here awkwardly through that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a guest this week, uh, and her name is Imogen. Hello. Hello. Imogen, you've appeared on my podcast twice before, haven't you? Yeah, twice. So, yeah. so is this how we're starting? How much of the previous... Oh, we're, oh, we're putting all of that in. We're putting all of that yeah, in. Yeah. Okay, fantastic. That was incredible content. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone would want to uh, listen to that. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't aware was... we'd started the podcast. <laughs> oh, no, but, you know, we've been recording this whole Happy 2022, Galactic oh, Yojo yes, yes. listeners. <laughs> right, so I have a, I have a, um, a, you know, we did, so for all our other podcasts for this season, we've done um, Galactic Yojo Acid Reflux. Right, it was like, a, that's what we've been calling that's it. That's amazing. I was thinking for this one, we could call it Galactic Yojo Happy New Good. What? I don't get it. Happy New Good. What's the GERD? GERD is like another name for acid reflux. It's like gastroenter oh. something reflux disorder. Uh, I've never heard of that. Oh, I think it's, a, I think it's what, they miss, tend, it's what they I tend think. to call it in America. We're not in America. Oh, God, I wish I was dead. Okay. Famously, you don't know what Americans speak like. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I don't okay. know much about I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to run with it. Happy New GERD. Because some of my listenership is American. I know that from the, from the analytics on SoundCloud. I don't. I don't think they call it that. I think they do. Google GERD, and that'll be the first thing that comes up. Don't do it I now. I think I'm going to get a GERD or that sort. Of no, G E R D. It's just like gastro and like entered something. Reflux I've, disorder. I've only I've only had acid reflux recently, so I don't I don't know much mm. about it. Yeah, like, I googled it a lot. And I had a cough like all summer, like a non-COVID cough, and I couldn't work out what it was. And I specify non-COVID. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I honestly didn't. I go for so many PCR tests, Johnny. It was unbearable. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. And, oh no. Um, and one of the things that I kept coming from Google was that it was a GERD cough. Oh, okay. So yeah. that's how you know. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. how I know about GERD. Anyway, happy new GERD. Happy new GERD. Um, can we rank this episode in um, 
throughout the series, can we give them a sort of star rating, but with Remy's, we'll give it like five Remy's out, or like four. Is it, is it a Rennie? I thought it was a Rennie. Rennie. Is it Rennie? Oh, yeah. it's a Rennie. Yeah, Rennie, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We could do that if you want. Four Gaviscons. Sure. I'll yeah. let, so let, let you take charge of that bit. So is it out, yeah. like, as if five stars? However many Gaviscons you're willing to give it, I don't want to... Okay, yeah, okay, so there's no limit. There's no limit, just... Hang on, is it Rennie's or is it Gaviscons? Because that is a different brand. I think... You run whichever one you think is more appropriate. Fine. Okay. When the time I'm comes. I'm more about Renee than Gavis Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, there was a new episode of Doctor Who last night. Pardon? There was a new episode of Doctor Who last night. Yeah, there was. <laughs> it was very nice. Did you watch it? I just about. <laughs> do you know what? I just about caught it. Yeah. I did. Do you know what? Actually. I'd I love it if you'd have said no. no <laughs> it would have been you know incredible. What, this is the first time I actually I woke up. I genuinely forgot that we. Yeah, had yeah we both said the same thing. Right. So hang on. I think we need to do a bit of a preamble because all season Johnny Johnny sort of spurred me on as well. We've caught sort of spurred each other on. We've been the rudest we've ever been about Doctor Who. Really? And, and like we, we're so rude about it, and we're aware <laughs> you're more into it this era than we are. Yeah. So w- when we were when we asked you to come on the podcast, I was I was like briefing Johnny. I was like, look, Imogen really likes this stuff. We don't want her to feel ganged up on, so we so. <laughs> and, but thankfully, actually, we quite enjoyed last night. En- I had a good time. Did you? It was quite good. Yeah. It wasn't perfect, but we enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I did didn't. you enjoy yourself? I did. I yeah. really enjoyed yeah. myself. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was what uh, were your highlights? Yeah, nutshell take. Nutshell take. Um, highlights. Nick being really creepy. <laughs> <laughs> that was. That was. That was. Absolutely, but no, it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think just, I mean, if I'm being serious, like the whole Yaz stuff, I think was just like incredible. Like, so, I the delight that I had was incredible. <laughs> the relief as well <laughs> was was uh, amazing. Um, and also, uh, Ashley and Beers, obviously. Mm. Amazing as well. I'm actually going to go and turn off the Bluetooth speaker because I think I'm far enough away from it that it keeps connecting and disconnecting. Yeah. And I keep hearing it go, boo-doo, 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 oh. and I'm going to turn it off. <laughs> now, that she's amongst yourself. now that she's away from the mic, we can say anything about her. Do you know what this reminds me of? When I first did a podcast with Molly, Yeah. we was at the Barbican, mm-hmm. and halfway through, there was just a massive alarm. Oh, wow. Like, and we was outside as well, just a huge alarm just blaring through the whole of the park and reflect, the sound sort of reflecting off the water. So we had to stop for about 15 minutes and wait for it to stop. Incredible. I think, I don't know if it was fire alarm, security alarm. Just illegal podcasters in the square alarm. Yeah. It ruined the ambience. Did it sort of interrupt the flow of the podcast or did you get back into it? No, quite well into it. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not like you sort of you tried and then it's like ah, oh, it's not it's yeah. not working now. Maybe you talking about the alarm. The alarm. I forgot. Yeah, I've forgotten. Yeah. I haven't actually. I always think of back on that one as like one of the best recording experiences because it was so like picturesque and. It was in the ambience. Yeah, yeah. It was amazing. It was so casual. Oh, we just go to the bar again. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I felt a real Londoner actually on that occasion. A real Londoner. Um, sorry, where were well, you? Enjoyed Ashling B. Imogen, you were saying. Yes. Yeah. I really. I. Oh, I wish we had. More of her, I wish she was a bit of a reoccurring character, like mm, Flux. Because mm. I really, I think she was so charismatic, so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her line delivery was incredible. Um, 
You got the sense she'd make a great companion. Yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. Like, and it was like from the get go, like from mm. her first scene, you didn't even have to sort of ease into anything. Like, I immediately knew what she was mm. about. Mm. Like, it was so so great, and I think that's a real rarity, like with Chibnall guest stars. Yeah. So um, true. And it's in a way though, it's one of those ones that the moment she was cast, you kind of knew. Because it was like, Mal the Irish woman, perfect companion. Like, I knew she was going to yeah. it. I mm. knew, I mm. knew she was. She, she's such a good actress. And I've not actually seen her acting anything. Mm. I'm not that no, familiar I don't know with that her. I have actually. I think I've only seen her on panel shows and stuff. Yes, yeah, I've seen her on Taskmaster where she's yeah. very funny. Yeah. 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 yeah, but I, I know she has acted. So I knew like it wasn't like out of the blue, like with John Bishop. But, um, she was just incredible. She was great. I really enjoyed her. So, you know, she, she used to go out with Michael Sheen. As what? in of uh, David Tennant fame. Yeah. Really? Michael Sheen of David Tennant fame. <laughs> you know. Of David Tennant. Because they're mates. Yeah, they used yeah, to yeah. be together. How long was it? A long term one? A couple of years, I think, yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. That really. Surprising, isn't it? Surprising. He likes yeah. some young. He ate weight. He ate some. It's a. Gross way of putting it, but it's, he's also true. Yeah, I have noticed yeah. that yeah, a yeah. lot of his his current wife is like our age, I think. Really, she's like twenty six. Because was that stage? He's got is white that... hair. Yeah, yeah. He well, he's like fifties, fifty. Oh 50, my 50, gosh. 50. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. He looks like, like a British Leonardo DiCaprio. He's a dirty dog. Dirty yeah. dog. Yeah. Ew. Uh, sorry, uh, that was, that was a, a, a digression. Um, should we do Johnny's nutshell take, or did you, did you have more nutshell stuff to say? Oh, that's, that's yeah, you're done. Really okay. That's Jonathan. Um, I I woke up this morning. Oh, what's just a, like a muddy water song? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, I woke I, up this I get morning that from my stepdad Paul. Uh, yeah, it was great stepdad <laughs> energy that whole moment. Um, yeah, and I realised I've forgotten it a lot. And so I was really enjoying you talking about it because it's one of those things that's coming back a lot. Oh, okay. We were all quite tired, weren't But we? my brain sort of has deleted it a little bit. Yeah. But what I do know, now that I'm thinking, is that I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the, um, the love sort of side plot between mm. the two guest stars was one of those things where you knew it was sort of you knew exactly the the course it was going to take the moment both characters were on screen you're mm. like this is you know it's very classic kind of christmas sort of holiday season they're going to be a bit at odds you know that the guy's a bit awkward he's hanging out and they're going to eventually realize and it's going to be through dramatic but then i really liked actually how weird it took it because you know it's on quite safe lines those things you're like we know exactly where this is going but they were still like and actually, fuck it, this guy's weird. <laughs> like, and so it sort of did something very predictable in an unpredictable way. Yeah. Um, so, and, and I liked both actors for that. Re- like, really, really liked them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it could have been a retread of the couple from Resolution. But it was quite different. It was different. Yeah, yeah that, right? no, yeah. Um, so I really enjoyed that. I was absolutely gobsmacked and... Uh, Again, I, I like when Chibnall takes us on a ride and uh, the idea of Thasmin becoming canon is just like we're opening the doors yeah. again to something wild happening in the next couple of episodes and I'm always glad when I'm when I'm just like we're about to get something potentially ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. 
I mean, it was it was great, but it was it was weird. That's what I like. That's, it was, and that's there what was I an like. awkwardness to how it played out, especially with yeah. with Dan's involvement. Like, my favorite bit of the episode was John Bishop just being like. Oh well, f this. Look, she likes you. <laughs> Again, like him just taking it upon himself, like it, like in the play. It was like, yeah, it was like quite like in the playground where it was like, t- you know, like tell tell Darren I fancy him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you know, at school where you were yeah. like, oh, will you t- will you tell her I fancy? Him? But I quite liked <laughs> it. Though. It was sort of there was that point where you know Darren was going, yes, you know, you need to tell her, you need to express it. And, she, and then immediately yeah, he like, didn't give her any opportunity to do, do that do you know what that is long <laughs> it's, like been, it's been three seasons they've not done it yet I'm taking the yeah. initiative no, it, it was weird yeah he was like tell her and then he gives her two minutes in, in the middle of a very high pressure situation where they've got lots of other stuff going on they're literally under extreme mm. time pressure and he goes oh actually fuck this I'm going to tell her <laughs> yeah yeah like, it was it was such it was like chaotic energy it's from that yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I enjoyed all of that um, and the close ups on his face during the during the final scene oh my god you know when he, what so did he say funny. was something like we, we, we all have secrets or something what did he say he had like a line he like say, I don't know no he, he didn't that. say that but he had a line that was like that implied something to the doctor at the end of the oh, TARDIS oh yeah no and he, and he was like doing a look yeah, no, there was a look. I can't what remember is, what he said. What was the thing that... Because it was something that like Ashling or Nick... I, can't, I don't know the actor's name. So I, I don't know his name. Character. I've forgotten Ashling's character's name. So. She was called Sarah. I think. Oh, is it? Okay. I call them just by the character names yeah. then instead of yeah. going one actor, one character. Yeah. Uh, so when Sarah or Nick said to Nick or Sarah, I like... Is it like a strange but well-meaning weirdo? Yeah, was yeah, that yeah. Like, yeah, it was good-hearted or kind-hearted good hearted weirdo. Good-hearted yeah. weirdo. And then I actually got quite confused at this moment because then sort of the three, the trio, all were sort of uh, 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 looking at each other. But I wasn't sure, is the implication that Yasmin's the kind-hearted weirdo the or the doctor, doctor's the kind-hearted weirdo? The doctor's the kind-hearted weirdo, kind-hearted no, the doctor weirdo is, for sure. Yeah. Okay, right. But you know when that happened... There's always these mo- I really didn't think it was going to go anywhere because there's all these moments I think throughout series 11 and 12 where there's a little bit of awkwardness mm. or like some kind of suggestion there's something yeah, yeah and my expectation with Chibnall is that he isn't going to follow through with yeah, that Chib- and he's like, well, this is enough not, for you Chibnall's not enough. a subtle guy mm. so like this felt overt do you know what I mean it, it felt like him going we do it we do it. more so than ever before like there's obviously yeah. little moments here and there but they felt it felt like he wasn't committing to anything. Dan you know was I mean? quite. Yeah, I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't expecting it. No, Dan to, was quite an audience happen. standing because Dan said something along the lines of, "Look, I've been travelling with you for like four years now. For God's sake, it's bloody obvious." Mm. And that's essentially the amount of time we've known Yasmin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as sort yeah. of Dan was speaking for the audience, going like, "We know." Yeah, yeah he was. He was our <laughs> You voice. fancy her? We yeah. know. But I think it's also amazing because, like, I realised last night that. Yaz has actually travelled with Dan longer than she did with Ryan and Graham. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. So yeah, they're closer. She's anyway, yeah. a lot closer, I think. But also, we were saying Dan has actually only known the Doctor for a short period and yeah. has known Yaz for years yeah. because of the four years thing. Yeah, so Dan's so to him, he'd be quite annoyed at the Doctor because he's like, you know, he knows Yaz so well and he's on her side and then the Doctor comes along again and it's like being, like, ignoring her quite a lot and like being quite rude mm. to her from time to time. And yeah. Dan must be like, like, fuck off, stop being rude to my friend. I think mean? that's I think that's why it kind of in a way I, although I don't agree with it it does sort of make sense why he He's went to the doctor patient. like yeah. mm. because he knows that she's smart and she mm. he knows that like she's like he said like she's pretending that she doesn't mm. know 
and I think you know Yaz sort of deserves that yeah. acknowledgement she's sort of the doctor to him Yaz is kind of like his the regional manager and then she, the doctor's sort of head office yeah coming in and just sort of blazing around and Dan's assistant to the regional manager and yeah and, and Dan's yeah. going up and just being like look I'm just going to cut out the paperwork and say yeah. this is the yeah. issue going on in this yeah. dynamic mm. he's the new employee yeah. yeah so with a lot of sort of bravado <laughs> yeah. and gumption if it all goes well for Yaz and the doctor and yeah. they you know they maybe have a kiss there's a there's a romance. I actually think they there's, will I be. think they will probably yeah. because I think it's I I feel like with the doctor I think it's very complicated I mean we could go on for yeah, ages yeah. About, about that but I, I, I do feel like there's going to be a kiss. But I'm I not, do think there I'm is. expecting an awkward peck. Yeah. There's no tongs involved. Yeah, yeah I, no. I don't think that we're getting real hot and we're heavy We're not getting Love yeah, Island yeah. style. Or even just... We never really had in Doctor Who, though. Like, there's been a, there's been a, a, a light snog. The, doctor's, the Doctor's never done the passion. Ten and, ten and Rose oh, yeah. had proper yeah. snogs. Ten and Rose, actually, people don't notice this very often, but they never actually kissed on screen. Only Cassandra in Rose kissed the Doctor. There's no kiss between Ten and Rose on screen. Sure. No, there isn't a single kiss. Is that actually not? No. There's a kiss between Eccleston and Rose. Mm. But... What I was gonna say is, what if they, what if they, you know, it all goes well. They get together. They're, you know, they're coupley. They're cute. And then the last episode, the reason he has leaves, is the doctor regenerates, and she's like, "Oh no, I don't. No, I'm not into you now." Nah. And then she just Imagine goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that, I, I like you better. I like you better when you look like Jodie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you're not Jodie anymore. Sorry. <laughs> Chris Marshall is just not, not yeah. my type. <laughs> Because I always think about what if, like, I always think about if Bill had stayed for Jodie's Doctor. I think about this a lot. And like, I think like, they would get on so well. Yeah, and like, you know, it's suddenly the Doctor's this beautiful woman. Like, what does that mean for Bill? Because, you know, I she had feelings Pearl, for the Doctor. Pearl's made a comment about this many times. I'm has pretty she? sure. Like, whenever she's interviewed and she's about it, she's like, oh yeah, Bill would be totally into the Doctor now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I always think about that because I feel like they're... they're but with the four could go the companions that mm. I think about that could go with a different doctor, that is the most perfect duo. I think that would mm. work so well. I would actually, they're it. so I, similar. I actually think it'd be one of those with just because of how different Capaldi's doctor is to Jodie's doctor. It'd be one of those things of actually, if you think about the character that Bill interacts with, it is this sort of cosmic godlike creature. Whereas mm. Jodie's is a much more down to. But I think once you come from that, you'd. You you see something sort of behind the eyes in the Doctor is it is I think Bill knew an alien, mm. whereas Yasmin knows a human that can travel in time. Mm. Yeah, like that's so very I think true. she'd be. I, I in my head I imagine Bill even though he'd be like, well look you are hot now, <laughs> like I sort of still know you as this kind of beyond con- like understanding mm. creature thing you're not yeah. really a human you just sort of look like one yeah i mean even so it'd be cool to have seen but like yeah it would have been cool with like the doctor's regeneration and dealing with the change mm. of the doctor as well like mm. i always like to see a companion go through that like with clara it was the best thing about that regeneration was watching yeah. clara go through seeing the doctor change like mm. uh so i'd like to see that again it would be but, fascinating as well just to have two showrunners dealing with say the just a linear character yeah, yeah yeah well rumor has it that 
that Chibnall wanted Capaldi for a bit, right? I've read I've this. I've heard that about that. He wanted Capaldi for half a season and then a regeneration halfway through series 11. Really? Yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah. Um, I, I'm sick. sure it would yeah, it would have been cool, but like from a PR point of view, I'm not sure like how yeah. it would have gone down with the public. Like mm. it's a bit, it's harder to explain to the people that aren't really, really into it yeah. what exactly is going on. Yeah, it's hard to oh, market it's a new it. era, but yeah. it's not because you're era. changing. It's a whole rebrand as well. Like I feel like every, you know, with, oh, well, I don't feel like with every showrunner, there's mm. always a complete rebrand, like yeah. the logo or the approach, everything. So then to have a complete rebrand but have the same doctor in six episodes in, be like, oh yeah, actually regenerating the thing I'm always I don't know about you guys you know because we are sort of getting edging towards new era it's actually it's not the big stuff I keep on thinking about I keep on thinking about little things like oh we're getting a new logo at some point yeah I always think about like like, this harness is going to be a slightly different blue in about a year like can tell you used to work in trademarks Yeah, but it's just sort of one of those things that it's just the those little details. The logo's a big thing, though. Yeah. I remember yeah. the new logo, so the current one, dropped on my birthday, and I was at my mm. birthday dinner, and I was like, Happy birthday. Oh my gosh, it's the new logo! <laughs> like, I will never forget that. Like, I really like the current logo, actually. I think it's one of the good. best logos. I think one. the branding oh, yeah, has been I way... Agree as yeah, well. I really like the Stephen Moffat era. It's like my favourite era, but the, the branding was one of the worst aspects of yeah, it. Like, it always looked quite ugly. Yeah, it always looked quite ugly. Um, it's too, too grey and silver. Yeah, it, yeah, it was quite like and that, we're a sci-fi show. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think the police box on the logo as well. It's tacky. Oh, really it's tacky. Nice. It's tacky. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the the new TARDIS is the most exciting aspect though, because like the the current one is is so naff. It'd be good. You don't like Jodie's one? Oh, well, the interior or the exterior though. The exterior is lovely. I really yeah, like oh, the exterior. Oh, I can't just find the exterior. No, like, the, oh, ex- the exterior is the so best good. we've ever had in yeah. new, but the 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 interior. I, Really? I, I have a love-hate relationship with it. <laughs> I think sometimes it... Re- I don't like it in series 11, because do you know how... Too dark. I mean, I oh, they shoot it better in later seasons. I swear there's like a behind-the-scenes video where they was talking about how like the lighting of those pillars um, was done wrong. So like even though it is orange, mm. when they shot it, it come out pink. So uh, they had to go back and edit it back orange, but sometimes uh. it still looks pink. Do so you have any Himalayan salt shoot. lamps? No, but I know what it you does, mean. It does it look, look like, like that. Do you think if you lick the TARDIS, it's salty? Those things. Do you think they're salty? I don't know. But it's that, they had that stuff oozing mm. from it in flux yeah. as well. It's like... It's cool. I don't <laughs> think the current inhabitants of the TARDIS the kind of people who are prone to licking large phallic things, to be honest. <laughs> I don't think that's in any of their nature. <laughs> I just, well no but I, every time I've seen a salt lamp I've sort of licked it a little bit have you? yeah I've never I can, I've never licked a salt lamp at the minimum I've sort of touched my finger to my tongue and then sort of done it have you? A, I didn't realise they were actually salt until they, they're just a lump of salt yeah it's, I thought they was plastic yeah so I'm wondering if that's what's in the TARDIS but, no but that's the issue though. that set does not look like salt it looks like it looks like plastic like it looks like it's made of plastic. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree with that. Like, there's there's certain aspects of it that I really love, and then aspects that I hate. Like, I don't like those pillars, mm. but I really like like the central console. Yeah. Mm. Like all the little bits of it, and that spinning little TARDIS, and the projection. That's true. The console I itself really isn't like too that. bad. And I really. like how there's no like they made it so that you can't. It looks endless. Like there's not any walls. It, I really like. Yeah, that I've heard people say this. I actually think it looks it. It means that you imagine the walls being nearer, and you and whereas like 
it's better when, like in Capaldi's one, where there's doors, and you're like, yeah. oh, those doors could go anywhere. Like, you can see yeah. the doors, but it's like, okay, who knows what's behind there? Whereas mm-hmm. this is like, you kind of know it's just curtains or whatever. Like, yeah. it feels, it, to me, it feels more, it feels smaller and less like mm-hmm. a place you could live in than Capaldi's one. Like, that was like, he was always just hanging out. I'd say one. the addition of the stairs removed that from me. Okay, fine. Because they've got those stairs that they added in series 12, so mm. like, do you know how in there? Yeah. Was it was the, the Flux finale, John mm. Bishop stands at the top and he's like looking for a certain mm. room. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't really thought about those st- stairs, maybe because they weren't established from the start. Yeah. I haven't really I thought about I said they should have had those from the start, because yeah. I think that, Too for me, now. that just removes that. But I mean, talking about the interior though, that, that shot... Where it all like closed mm, it in. It looked pretty good. It looked pretty so good. good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, when it was like, moving, yeah. the walls were shifting. Yeah, I really liked that. That looks really good. Yeah. I thought it was really oh, weird I about that. I don't mind those wood wood things actually. You know the the, the, co- the cogs, the wooden cogs near the door. Oh doors. yeah, no, I, I like those cool. as well. Yeah, I'd have one of those in my house, I think. When you lock the door, it's some really elaborate mechanism. Oh, I'd love to shift together. Oh god, if I had a if I had a posh house, I'd I'd make a Doctor Who wood door. I think you do have a posh house. We're we're in a mansion right now. Imogen's <laughs> come to our our huge location. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my dad has a has a painting of the Doctor and Saran Jones Tardis in his house, like like really? in his hallway. A massive painting of it. Your so dad, not the Tardis yeah. and Saran Jones. No, no, like uh, Matt Smith and Saran Jones as the Tardis. Oh, yeah. Like, is look, it like, like a print? Or is it like it's, a, fist... it's a print, but oh, it's like okay. someone's painted it. Oh, it's all on Etsy or something. When did you get that? Recently? Uh, When he moved to his old flat. Like, two years ago. Oh, he was like, that's what I need. Crazy. That's amazing. Um, Mm. Sorry, you were talking about something, and I interrupted you Um, to talk about the wooden panelling. So the scene, so do you know how, um, like, it all closed in? I thought it was really weird how just before then she's like saying like oh if we don't get out within seven seconds we'll die and then there was a really sombre music yeah, yeah. Like, it wasn't <laughs> it was one of the weirdest moments I it know was, I, I was like what like, it felt like anything s- that's like triggering if she says anything that's to do with death or dying it's like automatic sombre yeah, music yeah, yeah. now and I was like oh for god's sake because like, it, it should have been more of a like so let's get out because yeah. yeah, I thought it should have been a comical moment yeah, yeah, yeah. why did they make it all sombre I think it was actually I think I'm going to put that one on Sagan because Sagan may well have seen the script and not seen the energy of the scene and so he and just gone, oh, death, put in, I'm going to put yeah, in my death was like, oh, we'll die. Mm. But to be, to be fair, well. the edit, like, there's a there's another person who chooses when to use, like, they don't have to use the music Sagan's made for that moment. They could have put That's in some Plinky Plonky Murray Gold classic for that moment. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, they just cut it in, like... <laughs> 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 it was a really was odd change show. of tone mm-hmm. for a line that I don't think really was sad yeah. or suggested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got seven seconds to exit. Like, if you die, like, your companions are also in there. Like, do you know yeah, what I mean? Right. Like, it's not as if she's alone. Like, yeah, I just, true. I hate, I really hate this this era we always get towards the end of a Doctor where it's any mention of death or anything, but there's, like, dramatic mm. music, and they're like... <gasps> it's like your, your song. And I know we've got that with Jodie right now for the next two episodes. Like, yeah. Oh, it's so yeah, annoying. Be, it's so unnecessary. It'd be better if instead of it being prophesied like it always mm. is, you just yeah. get to... They don't know. You know, we obviously know it's their finale, but mm. they don't... I kind of want to. I mean, that was Eccleston, that was Eccleston, really. Yeah, he had no idea it was yeah, coming. And then yeah, yeah, just happened. Yeah, and I think it's better that way dramatically. Mm. Actually, it's nicer to be like, 
Oh, right. Oh, th- this. Okay, right. Yeah, I think the prophecy thing, like, works once, but I don't mm. think you can keep doing it. It shouldn't it be every time. Has it been for every Doctor not to look at Capaldi at bit? Yeah. Capaldi really oh, had it. I mean, Capaldi had, like, a whole idea. episode where he Smith knew. had a whole sort of thing of it was building towards his yeah. generation yeah. for a I while. I mean, Smith yeah. thought he was going to die every season. Yeah. Like, pretty much every season yeah, ended. Yeah, no, that, there was a constant um, death face thing. I want to return to the epi- the mechanics of the episode a bit, I think. What mm-hmm. did you think of the time loop thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did you find that? I, I found it really easy to follow, actually. Yeah. I, I normally get really confused with Groundhog Day stuff, um, just because I'm not very perceptive of what's going on. Like, I feel you have to really notice everything, where mm. everyone is. Mm. But the whole idea of the flaws, I think, really sim- like made it really mm-hmm. simple. And the fact they all started out where they began. Yeah. Yeah, you had, like, I, checkpoints. Yeah, and... I found it really easy to follow, and... Really it's quite a video game like actually yeah, we're like dying and re and reincarnating is it re I guess yeah yeah, re- yeah reviving reviving, reviving. that's the yeah. word we were um, looking for yeah. you and I were talking about like how many time loops do you think you'd have to go through before you start being cavalier about death because I I thought they were pretty oh. chill on round two like round like yeah. round two or three was... they were like ah it's fine now there'll, we're there'll probably back. be another one but like yeah. How many? I yeah, I John think it would take. Free just went out to go yeah, it would die. take a few yeah. to be to be confident about it for me. I think. I think I'd have to do five or six. It depends whether you feel the pang. Yeah. Oh, true. Did they feel? It, the pain? it looked quite. I think Dalek guns aren't that painful actually. It's quite think? quick, isn't it? I think yeah. they're quite instantaneous. I don't think they've got the it, patience. I mean, the way they edited as well was very instantaneous. It wasn't. Mm. Like, yeah. I get. I get the. I've never anything. got a sense that Dalek death is actually the most painful one. Because yeah, I don't really. It's always seemed to say, "You're done." Mm. Yeah. The uh, the Dalek, the new, new machine gun thing, I loved. I oh, really I loved cool, that. Oh, that was they, really good. They're struggling to aim it though. They're quite hard to aim. It seems. Oh, yeah, there was a, a bit of. Inc- I mean, it's yeah. obviously you know it's just the nature of a plot means that sometimes your monster is going to be shit at aim, and sometimes it's going to be good at aim. Yeah. But I thought in this episode it took that. You suspended your disbelief a lot, didn't you? Like, yeah. There were part, there were where John Bishop was distracting the Dalek. And like, why? We were just why, walking around. We were just walking it, around. But, but and then I, you I just had a chat with it for a bit. I was thinking, but can't, it can rotate. Separately, it's, can't it? The middle yeah. section can rotate. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so how was he outrunning it? He's literally, he wasn't even running, he was walking. To be fair though, sometimes in some situations, we all forget that our bodies can do certain things. Like, mm. like you might be in one of those situations where you go, oh God. How am I going to get over this? There's not only room for one foot, and you go, I can hop. But you wouldn't immediately think, I can I hop. Yeah. Like, I can't remember the last time I hopped. Exactly. It wouldn't <laughs> occur to you that hopping is Have available. Have you been hopping you. a lot lately? Yeah. Have you? In, yeah. in what situation? I, I, I have a very small room, and I. <laughs> That's not a reason. So, yeah, no, it is. It is. No, no, no. Hear me out, right? I have a very small room. And so you I've only have got, room for one leg? Yeah. You, no. <laughs> Are you, do you live in um, Do you live in uh, Guy Fawkes' cell in the Tower of London? Yeah. Where you, where you can't fully right, stand or sit down. This is my justification. <laughs> this is go. my justification. So I obviously I am an artist. So I always uh, I do my art stuff on the floor because I don't have a, like a desk really. Okay. My desk my desk I do have is for makeup. So I often have to jump over things. Yeah. Because I. And you don't want to step on your painting, do you? Yeah. No. And but so there's been many a time I've halving the risk of stepping on and a painting. I've stepped on a actual either a paintbrush or worse, an actual tube of paint and Oof. it's just gone. And across your work as well, your hard work. No, across my car. Have you ever stepped on like a fresh paint painting? 
Um, I've never done that. You've never done that? No. Okay. Hopefully you never prints. do. I, my carpet is, is really bad. I've got like footprints of oil paint. Right. Because like, oil paint is the one you can not get out. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't know that. There's so much oil paint all over my carpet. <laughs> but yeah, I do hop over. Like, I, I'm, I'm a very messy person. Mm. So, so hopping... You can't get old paint out of your clothes, I imagine, either, because it's hard to get no, oil you out can't. of your clothes. You Do you can't. have to wear an apron when you're using it? Um, I wear old clothes. Do so, you? In, okay. in the nature of my job as well is I work in an art, art room in a youth centre. So, you my have art clothes, clothes, I've learned what stays on your clothes and yeah. what doesn't. Yeah, yeah. In the two and a half years now. Water based paint you can get out, right? Yeah. yeah. Oil is a lot harder. Right. What's yeah. the. Is it. There's a paint called gauche? Gouache. Gouache. What's that? So gouache is like watercolour. So yeah. you mix it with water, but it's opaque. So watercolour is more translucent. Yeah. Mm. Opaque, so you can build it on top of one another. Mm. I use acrylic gouache. So that you can, for a certain amount of time, you can reactivate it. And then after about 20 minutes, it dries like acrylic. So if you put water on top, it wouldn't lift. I, and you get those kind of like really nice textures. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, gouache is really like jelly gouache is really good. One of my like favourite. Okay. And things like that. Yeah. yeah. Gone. Which is one of my favourite sort of painting effects actually, isn't it? It's it's when there's sort of a three D dimension to the paint slicks and you get that kind of Yeah, you can get that gouache. Yeah. yeah. I'm mm. a big fan of that in paint. What kind of paint do you think Sarah Volfish has used to mix that? Oh yeah, we've got a painting, painting my sister did above me. That looks like acrylic. Do you think? It could be. I don't know. Yeah. That's probably acrylic. It wasn't a quiz, we didn't we don't know. I have no it idea. does look like it's been varnished, so I don't think it's oil. Right. You have to varnish it. Okay. Yeah, that she's, makes sense. She's probably not done. And also, it would have more like it'd be more three D. Yeah, it's yeah. quite. It's quite. Yeah, it's like got. It's got off. an element. Yeah, you know, acrylic does, but it doesn't like dry fully. Three um, D. As you put it on. Uh, what would we think? Now we're talking about hopping. It occurred yeah. to me, what would you think of a Floor is Lava Doctor Who episode? Oh, I'd love that. <gasps> That'd be great. Oh my God, how has that not been done yet? It's just occurred to me, that's, that's the thing That would right be now. so yeah. good. I don't know amazing. how, do I want the floor to actually be lava or they just pretend it is? And that would be that's kind of funny. That's Doctor Who though, I don't know how they've yeah. done that. I think the floor is lava, but it is, there is a um, hologram on it, so it doesn't look like lava, yeah. so you uh, the characters have to remember which bits are lava. So oh, they don't yeah. know they have actually I've just realised have they what's that episode with the things where things are 2D and it's with Clara in series oh flat, uh, flatline the, and they she has to hang off that oh that yeah chair. there is that That's set piece like where, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not a whole episode she's in it. she's in that swingy chair in the flat and the and she can't go on the floor otherwise the, the floor will suck her up in flatline you know the is episode, that the right? one where the doctor is, has his, his huge hand outside yeah, the TARDIS? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This tiny, yeah. Um, Do you remember the sequence at all? She's in that man's flat. Uh, is it Riggsy's flat? Potentially. I can't remember whose flat that is. I no, don't think it not. is. It's, it's not. a victim flat of the. Nine. Yeah, it's a victim of the of the. Uh, yeah, she's investigating. Yeah. Mm. The boneless. I don't really remember Flatline actually now. Oh, so good. We should, we should watch that again. I, I like that episode. Mm. I've only seen it the once. Yes, no, same. But I, when I did watch it, I, I'm not a big fan of Series Eight, but that is mm. my favourite episode from Series Eight. Mm. Oh, that I lost Christmas. Yeah. Uh, oh, you group it with Series Eight, do you? Last Christmas. I do. Oh. Yeah. I is it, that is it not? I, well, I, I, it's, a, it's a matter of opinion, but I would group it with Series Nine. I, isn't Series Nine the Christmas special? Um, 
Doctor Husbands Mysterio. of Riverside. Well, I was Doctor Mysterio. Doctor Mysterio would be series ten. Okay, because yeah. that's actually no, that's actually the only Doctor Who episode I've not watched. You've never seen it. <gasps> I watched ten minutes and I gave up. Madness. Which one? I, Doctor Mysterio. I, I think it's. I want there to be an episode of Doctor Who I've not watched. <laughs> I don't know why. Like I, 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 <coughs> is, I watched. I watched a lot of that series, like series nine, whilst I was redecorating my bedroom and painting mm. it. Mm-hmm. So, because I had to do many God, layers. I've seen that so funny. So, um, what's that really shit episode that everyone hates in series nine? That's like all from a camera. Oh, sleep no more. <laughs> yeah. That I, I've not actually. I've heard it. But I was painting. So ah, you've not seen it. Yeah, yeah. But got out on a technicality. Doctor Mysterio was towards the end, so I mostly finished painting my room, and I gave up. And I was like, "No, this." this so it also had on Christmas Day. Presumably, you were decorating on Christmas Day. I didn't right? watch it on Christmas Day. This is why I stopped watching Doctor Who. This is why. Mm. This was my problematic I mean, era. <laughs> it's it's fine. Like I I don't love it. I. I know some people who hate that episode, and like I, I can't really comment like, on it because I've not watched it. But. A lot of anti Moffat pro Chibnall people hate that episode in particular. I don't mind. I don't mind. I quite enjoyed studio. it. It's like it's uh, flimsy, you know. It's a it's a Christmas flimsy. Is it episode. a bit of fun? It seems like that to me. Yeah, it's yeah. A bit of fun. It's like a parody of superhero stuff, but like it's weird because it's a parody of like. 1970s and 80s superheroes because Stephen Moffat's clearly not seen a superhero film since like <laughs> the Christopher Reeve Superman yeah. films so it's yeah. all based on that um, but yeah no it's alright uh, going back to <laughs> the most recent holiday special <laughs> no, I, I'm going to say something I've got to take and I um, I don't want to forget it okay, so, about go. this episode so about this, Mysterio no 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 about okay. um, yeah. even the Daleks yeah there were five characters in it if you don't include the mum on the phone mm. yeah um, or Carl. Or Carl. When we first explained Carl, I thought I forgot about crane operator Carl. Yeah. And I thought it was the man who was having a kebab. In the oh, first salad time. man. Salad yeah. man. Salad man. That's where my brain immediately went to. I was like, how is that who we've gone to? And then mm. I remembered Carl's. If role. they brought Salad of Man back, I would lose my mind. That'd be so I would good. actually lose my mind. I like, to bring that would be Sa- the Salad biggest Man return for me. And Eggman back. Which one's Eggman? Eggman? Not Eggman from Pink Flamingos. Eggman from... <laughs> <laughs> Eggman from... Uh, the Halloween Apocalypse who comes around to John Bishop's flat on trick Oh, yeah. yeah. Think about it right. Get off of that one. Um, yeah. No, well, I, I was going to say with it being such a small cast, obviously it was deliberately a small cast because of COVID, probably, right? Yeah, it felt very COVID. Um, but I think one of Chibnall's biggest issues as a writer on Doctor Who is that he crams in so many mm. unnecessary extra characters in his scripts, um, especially in like series 11, series 12. And this really benefited from the fact that he wasn't able to do that. So our guest stars was just two of them, mm. and we would be able to flesh them out. We spent a lot of time with them. You know, it, it. I think if he'd not, if he'd written this episode outside of COVID, there'd have been, you know, two or three more people in the storage center, oh, and I and I think it would have made the episode worse. Mm. So I think actually that's an example of a writer benefiting from a restriction that's been placed upon them. Yeah, I think it really worked. The the whole premise worked. Yeah. Everything about it. It it was 
It was quite funny. There was a good line. Uh, the doctor yeah, there was, was some good comedy. Set, it was so much better with, with the doctor this pretending this to have a watch on. Was quite a good little. That was gag. the funniest. Of the oh, like, I have the a one that made on. me laugh the most was like when <laughs> when Nick was like talking about his girlfriends and Yas was like they're all alive aren't they? <laughs> 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 I literally could not stop laughing. That was great. Oh, okay. So yeah, what do we think of Nick's weird habits? I've seen some discourse already. Yeah, actually. I have seen discourse. I do agree. I think it was a bit. It was. It was very weird. <laughs> was like, weird. At I, I was a bit uncomfortable, but I. I don't think the imp- thing is that deep. I, yeah, I don't think the implication was ever that he was like you know keeping the shoes to like wank into them. Yeah, like, no, the, same, the, the, yeah. like he said, I'm keeping them in case they want. I think the implication was that he was like quite a naive but sweet guy mm. who like was yeah. genuinely, because he used to keep, he kept loads of his other stuff in there as well. So like, yeah. clearly he was just keeping hold of people's stuff. He yeah. had a whole room of formaldehyde pets. He did have that, yeah. yeah. And, that was the room and that beef I, and beans. Yeah. yeah, I feel we actually needed to know more about what, what was he planning? That looked I, like an emergency. Just a very strange bloke, like, yeah. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I, I enjoy the like that I we don't understand him and that mm. he's just a weirdo. Like I just think the fact that they ended up together was really unrealistic. Like I really don't see them lasting more than two weeks. Mm. She wasn't um, normal though either. Like she was a bit wacky. Yeah. Yeah, but she's they're complete opposites. They're yeah. different kinds of they're weird. Diff- yeah, different types. Like she's just really like outspoken sometimes opposites attract honest but I can see sort of two weeks into their holiday she sort of turns around and goes why do you have a a sort of a safety deposit entirely full of beef and beans and at that point opening a sort of a can of worms (laughs) slash beef and beans where she goes oh you're quite you're actually kind of uncomfortably weird Mm. also what I think is um, didn't make a lot of sense is that he was going on about how he's got this tiny flat mm-hmm. and he's got, you know, he's got a kitchenette above the, the toilet. Mm. So he obviously doesn't have a lot of money. But he's, do you know how expensive storage, yeah, storage units is, are? I kept thinking the storage like, units cost so much fucking money. I put my stuff in storage when I was at university. It cost me like five, six hundred pounds. Yeah, yeah, it it's cost really? so much. And that was like a tiny, like, like the size of a cupboard. Yeah, because, because they take advantage of the fact that you only are going to do that in an emergency. Like, you're going to do it when you're moving house and maybe you have had to store your stuff somewhere in the interim because the dates didn't match up. Yeah. So, like, usually you're storing stuff for, like, a couple of weeks. And they, they charge you, like, through the nose. I've, yeah, I've never used a storage unit, I don't think. Yeah, yeah, after a certain amount of time, it just goes up as well. And, mm. like, it's a ridiculous amount like of he, money. He, and this guy's got, like, four rooms. <laughs> like, the one that you can't afford your flat. <laughs> What do we think Nick's daytime job is? Oh, it could be anything, couldn't it? Do you think he's I mean, it a can't pay. It can't pay well, can it? I mean, we we don't know on screen that Dan's a plasterer. We only know that from Paratext. Yeah, yeah. Have you, has like we've never. Ne- yeah. At any yeah. point, what do we? Yeah. his final goodbye. You know how Graham's was. <laughs> they do have aliens in Sheffield. Yeah, he could be. By the way, my plasterer. Yeah, like, <laughs> actually just got text got some plastering work to do so I'm off mm. and that's <laughs> his <okay>. goodbye <laughs> yeah no he's not even said he's a plasterer yet that's no. what I'm most mad about yeah, yeah. what would be the most surprising job for Nick to have teacher prime minister <laughs> teacher <laughs> he's got the nice teacher and I'm joking he's not <laughs> I think if he was a 
um, a, also a kind of equestrian thing. Do you know what I mean? Like it, like yeah. uh, maybe some. What do they call it when you sh- when you're showing the horses? Dressage. And he yeah, does yeah, that for his job. yeah. I think he owns the rival safe <gasps> deposit thing across <gasps> the road. Origin story. Oh, yeah. oh my god. Oh my god. God, that would really be a twist. Yeah. A twist. <clears throat> that would be a twist. I loved seeing uh, Mrs. Doyle as um, Ashley B's mum on the phone. Oh, was she was fantastic. <laughs> and again, a, a great way of getting around COVID restrictions, mm. like to have this character on video call on a phone. Yeah. Mm. It works so well. Yeah, yeah um, she gets a paycheck. She probably didn't even leave her house. Right? It wouldn't have even to yeah. have to shot it with a good camera. Yeah, like, she just did, do it probably on did phone. it on her phone. Yeah, yeah. Incredible. She probably um, didn't even need to meet with anyone in person. Yeah, yeah. She'll have got, like, um, direction over the phone. with the... She's yeah. probably on video call to the director. Mm. And the director's just getting her to do the, do the lines. Or maybe it's a three-way mm. one with Ashling B reading in the lines. Yeah. You haven't even got to remember that many lines. You've just got to say, say the same ones over and over again. Mm. Mm. Wow. That's off to us. She might even be reading her lines. Could be exactly. written. Exactly. Yeah. Crazy. She's wow. brandoing her lines off the, off the wall behind oh, the webcam. That's the least stressed job she's probably ever had. But it was good that they got, like, a well-known character actor to do it. Because, yeah. then, because like, it meant that even though we were only seeing her on a tiny screen, like, it, she was a good character. Mm, like, yeah. it, it helped. Um, no, I thought, that was a, I thought that was a good touch. Um, what other aspects of the episode were there? Johnny, help me. Um, well, there, there was a lot going on, ultimately. <laughs> But um, it was quite straightforward. It was not like Flux where there's like loads of elements. No, I mean, it was, I, I, it was refreshing that it, that it was actually like, here's a high concept premise. Let's just run it through to its logical conclusion. Yeah, kind of I thing. think it was definitely the right decision. It was the exact it was so episode I wanted, well. actually, because mm. yeah. I, for full disclosure, Imogen, was not looking forward to the episode. Do you know what? Because I had a really, really great time with Flux, episodes one through five. Oh, okay, yeah. And then six, I hated so much. I hated it too. I hated <laughs> but it left me with this sound note that, you know when something tarnishes it yeah. in your mind? But the day came around and I went, oh God, I forgot there was a Doxy episode. I was just, I couldn't be bothered. And then I sat down and it was just, I would have loved either a first episode of Flux or this, and it did this, and I think that was the right decision. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> Sorry. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, it was it was interesting that they referenced Flux. I didn't think they would as much like, yeah. as they did. Yeah. No, like the whole reason that the Daleks yeah. killer in so the they, they linked yeah. it in. Do we think Chibnall has forgotten that half the universe doesn't exist now? <laughs> I think, I he think he's forgotten. Because they don't... Or have we <sighs> yeah, misunderstood the finale and did was there some kind of reset that we didn't pick up on yeah I, no I, because I, the whole fan base didn't pick up on yeah, it yeah for full disclosure I'm not a big fan of the vanquishers either and I think for me that's the big biggest issue mm. is the fact that oh we saved the world but half the universe is just gone yeah Um, and the fact that that's not high on her priority list just doesn't feel very well if, if she can't fix it fair enough She's not even acknowledged it. But she, yeah, no one's acknowledged it. She was planning to go to some beach planet, which presumably wasn't destroyed by the flux, (laughs) even though the final flux event was mere seconds away. (laughs) Yeah, like what? Which planet is that? (laughs) Where are we? But it's not even that. Like I swear, planets were partially destroyed as well. 
Like yeah, that planet it, that Bell was on. Yeah, because it's it's so I'm still so confused by what the flux did because in episode well, one it looks like it was engulfing and destroying everything, and then you get the Bell storyline where yeah. it's clear it leaves things in disarray instead. Yeah. It's very unclear what the heck it did. Yeah, it's like, very un- yeah, I yeah. do agree. And it, and it, it's very clear that we're moving on to a different arc now. So I'm mm. a little bit annoyed. It's kind of like, okay, we'll just leave it at that. And yeah. now there's this whole, you know, arc about 13 dying and Yaz being in well, love with her and yeah. well, she, Dan well, she, she kept being a plaster the... all over. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the pastor's Whatever catch- Dan does. She kept saying know. the pastor's catching up with me. Was, that wasn't to do with the flux. That was like some ominous like... Well, that's what time she said was, to her. Yeah, so she said Oh, shit, time. yes, of course. Time, time, is, time, time is coming is for you. So yeah. do you think we're going to get to see time personified again in yeah. a future episode? Time yeah, is the big yeah, bad of Jodie right. Whittaker's era. Yeah that's, yeah, that's her in the dark coat. Mm. That, that's her enemy right now. Do we, do we think when we see time again it will be Jodie or do we think... No, it's going to be like the Candyman from the oh, seventh wow. episode but with clocks instead of sweets. Oh my god! It's going to I be, so, it's going oh to be some bloke with a shit ton of clocks and watches. Right on when we go crazy on that. to his face. <laughs> Massive clocks, and then he's gonna just wear one watch as well. Yeah, <laughs> just got a Casio watch. Um, that would be. And whenever he appears, yeah, it's the it's um Coldplay clocks, or uh, alternating with oh, wow. Chico time. Oh yeah, oh, yeah maybe. Yeah. Or, or Kesha TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um. No, I don't think it will be that. They might get like a, a British character actor to do it though, like mm. a, like some villain person. It feels like it feels like it's going to be Jodie. Do you think so? Yeah, I think so because they've got that dark coat that they've made now. That's obviously the but whenever she's a little, she's yeah, a little true. bit, you know, a little bit dark, little bit, you bit know, kooky. Yeah, she's, she's put, put on the dark other coat. coat on. I think they could have gone so, darker with it. I think it could have been a, a like a leather coat. You yeah, know? they need to give us some like dark eyeliner. Oh my like, god! Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, need... a streak of purple in yeah. their hair. <laughs> no, no, she an undercut. <laughs> an undercut. Yeah. They yeah. film all the scenes after because they have to do the undercut. Yeah, I'm actually uh-huh. going to draw this uh, after oh, we yeah. can't. <laughs> I want it to look like. Oh, I what used if to they have gave it. her an evil satanic goatee? <laughs> <laughs> I'd rate that. I'd rate that. Oh, they could. I, we're yeah. going to see the master again anyway. Yeah, we? I saw a tweet earlier, and it was like, "Is um, the centenary special going to be called something of the master? Of the master? Because we've had Daleks, sea devils, and obviously the master's the big, big bad of the centenary special." Yeah, I think we're going to get time is the villain, but the master and the doctor sort of have to team up against time. Yeah. I agree. I think they're going to have to team up. Mm. But mm. it doesn't mean he's, I feel like a classic scenario. What did what did Time say again? It was something like, "You're the Master's coming, but ever so slightly, just vague enough that Jodie could be like, what? What do you like, mean? It's like the where allies. <laughs> so it's not even just the Master. It's yeah. like there's there's allies that are are coming together against her or something like that. Okay. Yeah, and, then, and their Master. So it's obviously the Master and their Master. Something. And just like, what? 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 What do you mean? I'd never heard that word before. No, that. Wow, yeah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's probably going to happen. Are we excited to see Sea Devils in the next episode? I don't know enough about them. To I don't know. really I don't feel excited. About yeah. I, I mean, it's fine, but like, I feel like with Doctor Who, like when obviously when the Daleks first came back and it was Eccleston, that was amazing, exciting. Yeah. Cybermen, great. Master, great. 
beyond that, it gets that there's like everything's like. Do you know what I mean? Like they start getting yeah. more tenuous, like Sontarans, Silurians, whatever. Mm. Now it's like we're really scraping the bottom of the barrel yeah. for classic Who villains. Oh, they're kind of just Silurians. So they're like a they're like a um, a cousin species to the Silurians. So also oh. from Earth, but they are and a Chibnall fave. Yeah, but they are um, am, amphibious. Ooh. So how are they evil? So they just so they they, they don't believe that. Or well, someone calls them devils, it. you know. <laughs> Someone's dubbed yeah, them devil. Yeah. yeah, I guess they're um, that yeah, they're kind of have the same motivation as the Silurians that like they think the planet is rightly theirs. Are they a bit like sirens? I'm imagining quite yeah. an Odyssean sort of thing. You know what? Taking I, people down into the ocean. I, I'm saying all this. I don't think I've ever seen a sea devil story. Yeah, I think this is all just knowledge I've picked up from just being a Doctor Who fan for ages. What well, for me? What I'm most excited about it, because even though I, what I got excited about from the trailers, mm. obviously not, I don't know anything about the Sea Devil, so mm. I can't be, I yeah. can be excited for other people because on Twitter, if, every few weeks, someone's asking for him back and there's a massive discourse about it. <laughs> but the fact that there's pirates mixing in with that, like, I think yeah, it's a really interesting thing. concept. Yeah, because like, they ballsed up pirates last time in Curse of the Black Spot. That was shite. Oh, oh God. It is so shite. Yeah, 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 really bad. Um, So it'd be nice to see them do it well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and cool to see, like, they were, like, the pirates from Asia, mm. by the looks of it. Yeah. So that would be, it was cool to see that angle rather than the, like, British yo-ho-ho in a bottle of rum angle. And there is also the uh, infamous amongst fuzzy Twitter, yeah. the, uh, the, the Yasm 13 sword fight, because uh, Jodie and Mandip were talking about how they had to do, like, sword training. Oh, oh that's exciting. And it never come up in flux. So it's definitely like, this, yeah. The whole yeah. way through flux, so I was like, where's the sword fight? Where is it? Pirate it's very ship, it's obviously de- it's gonna they're definitely going to get a sword. Oh, yeah. That's pretty sick. So, yeah, they had to do a sword. So, I mean, no, it's them fighting each other. We know they both wield swords. Okay. Okay. So, I, mean, I was I imagining some kind fighting of other thing. lover's doesn't... quarrel where they sort of <laughs> get it out. <laughs> with... <laughs> <laughs> I can't. We've always had him in the stuff. Um, <laughs> I would like to see John Bishop with a sword as well. I'm hoping yeah. he's involved. Yasmin yeah. Shank going like, see devils? Well, you know, you're just about, you never do listen, devils. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, I can see Yas with a sword. I can, see, I can see that, but it's the fact that the doctor has a sword. Like, I can't envision 13 with a sword. I mean, the, the, she's wielded a sword in former incarnations. Yeah, right? it's true. David Tennant had a sword. She's a little more about upholding her morals, though. Actually, yeah, she is a bit more... But her morals have never made any sense. Yeah, no, ever. no. <laughs> she's she's always been like, oh, I'm not gonna use a gun, but I'll let the spider like, like, <laughs> like suffocate slowly. Yeah. Death. So her Do you think we're gonna see Jodie Whittaker decapitate a sea devil? I'd oh, love I that. So. I would love fun. that. Yeah, in one fell swoop. Yeah. One fell, sw- one swell swoop. Mm. Straight away. Like Before a, like, actually, the sea devils, it's just a big setup, and then she's gonna see it. Go. Oh, I'm not dealing with this. <laughs> Chop it. I, I want the phrase goes, he- heads will roll to come up. yeah and then it goes back to just being a pirate plot on about Thasmin <laughs> yeah yeah it's just the yeah. sea devil's in it for under 15 seconds yeah I'd love that what if she what if the doctor gets beheaded and that's how she regenerates and oh, and, no. the, and the last episode is her last one she just got no head do you know what be great though she's just Actually. sort of staggering about Yaz as sort of her full time carer oh. instead yeah. of having to do the really difficult animation for changing the people what you could do is she gets her head chopped off, and then you have the next doctor hide in the suit and just hide in the suit and just pop their head up 
through. That would be incredible. That would be great. And that could be how Chris Marshall, finally! <laughs> just much like, actually, in the Husbands of River Song, when you have the heads yeah, popping up. Like in that. That, that That's how I'm imagining true. this regeneration. Yeah. I, I do think, though, that animation is... I, I don't know anything about visual effects, really, other than what I've seen in, uh, you know, the documentaries. But I, I do think that animation is one of the easiest things you can achieve in visual effects. I think I know you can do it quite easy in like after effects it's, at home. It's not actually difficult in terms of the artifacts. The difficulty they have is um, making sure the person's in the same standing in the standing same. Standing in the same. So all on set, yeah. on set. That's more because I remember watching Doctor Who Confidential after Christopher Eccleston's regeneration and them them pointing out actually it's really tough because we've had to make an outline of where Chris was standing and just try and get David to stand in exactly the same sort yeah. of way. They're a similar height actually. Those two, which must help. Yeah, is Chris Marshall and Jodie similar height? <laughs> Jodie's she's really not, small, isn't she? She's like five. Well, she's five five, and the problem is, is that all of the other like new who doctors are like five eleven six, Ooh. six foot six. Five. And I think Chris Marshall's kind of tall. Yeah, yeah. I, he does look very tall. Mm. So, but I, I always think that. I mean, she's not only. I think what it is is that she seems quite short because she's very, very slim. And mm. I always think whatever happens with fourteen, it's going to be very likely that they are they are bigger than her because she's so small. Weather man, so it's going to be like her she wears ankles anyway. Exactly. This so is going to be the only... first time really where the, the doctor's clothes are, are going to be way smaller. too small. They're going to have to make big. a bigger version. It's like um, when they uh, did a Colin Baker when they did the Davis into Baker regeneration in the eighties, they had to make a. Um, bigger costume mm. for Colin Baker because he's a was significantly chubbier guy than mm. Peter mm. Davison and they'll probably have to do the same thing where they subtly make yeah. a bigger Jodie coat and a bigger pericle which do you mean a bigger person could be even well, smaller they could, could go be even smaller Jodie's yeah. costume in Woman to Earth was, was Peter's apart from like the trousers mm. and the shoes because it's kind because of a cool so look that, it, yeah. that it's like ah. bag, baggy yeah. I'd have assumed they're sort of similar sizes I never realised Jodie was quite small I always she's, assumed she's oh quite a tall gosh, woman she, yeah mm. no she's like really short but she's just really slim like she's probably like yeah so you don't six. get that yeah you just like you, yeah, when like, someone's no slim no matter what you're going to have someone she never looks small next to the cast though she's always she she see I I really assume she was quite a tall woman. No, I think because there's been well, Mandip's actually shorter than her. Mm. Well, I don't know. Is yeah, is five five small? It's not really, is it? Actually, it's, it's not that small. I just Daniel Radcliffe's height. Yeah, it's small compared and to any doctors. Height. That's what yeah. it's compared to. It, yeah, it's small compared to like any man really. Is Peter Capaldi a tall man? Yeah, yeah, relatively. Oh, I assumed he was quite small because he's old. No, yeah. not shrink that. You do, you do shrink when you're older. You do. We, I, I sort of yeah. see him as a small doddering. Should we do the heights gen- of the Doctor Who's before the podcast? No, I've actually yeah. researched. I actually, so when oh, I did, okay. I did a, when I did my commission for Doctor Who uh, last year, or the year before that, obviously, uh, I had to actually, yeah. I had to actually Google the heights because the oh. commission is all of them standing alongside one another, and you want to get it right. So yeah. I was like. You've got Shit. it in proportion. I actually need to work out the. I had to do a height you, chart. You've done better than um than the bloody uh, hero collector figures did. Do um, they do them all the same was, height? I'm, I'm looking for your. Joe Martin's doctor. Thing. Her height is not anywhere, so I had to go back, watch her episode, and compare her height to Jodie's and estimate mm. it. Um, so here's your here's your. I artwork. imagine she's quite a bit taller than Jodie. They're all quite similar size. Yeah. She's got five eight. You've got Pertwee or so, Baker as the tallest. 
Sylvester McCoy is just a bit taller than Jodie. So Jodie is technically the smallest. I think they're like two centimetres apart. Mm. Um, but it was very, very, very difficult. So I now know off by heart who's the tallest. Oh, yeah. Okay. Who is the tallest Doctor Who then? Tom Baker. Tom Baker. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I know David Tennant's like 6'1". Yeah, David Tennant is up there with yeah. top three tallest. Matt Smith's always come across as a very tall man. He is tall, but I always yeah. imagined him small actually, because he's quite impish. Yeah, I, you imagine yeah. him as smaller, but when you when you see oh, him no, other I... when you see him in other things though that are not Doctor Who, then you see that he's taller. No, I always thought in Doctor Who he's oh, very really? clearly okay. a very very tall man. He's like six three or something. He's he long and lanky. Yeah. Yeah. He sort of looks a bit like when you stretch a photo on Microsoft Word. <laughs> Up a bit. I thought yeah. I thought Johnny was like quite a small man for ages, um, and I was like, oh, I've never noticed that you're small before. Like after we've been living together yeah. a while, and then I realised I was just quite regularly wearing my platform slippers <laughs> around him, which so, adds an extra foot. They're like this really? big, so, yeah. I was, like, wow. so like I, I was like, oh, that's why <laughs> you seem small. No, like, I didn't have the one one day. I was like, oh, okay. Wait, so how tall were you? I'm five nine, I think. Yeah, you are a little bit smaller than me, but like not a lot. I'm yeah. like 5'10", 5'11". Oh, okay. Like, it's not significant. Yeah. But suddenly Molly was six foot three and going, I was oh, like, wow, oh, look at this little so impish I man that I, I, I live with. I calling him a short king. Then <laughs> 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 I was like, wait, hang on. It's not right, it's not right at all. King. How tall are you, Richard? I think I'm 5'5", five, 5'6". Five, five, oh, so you're Jodie's height, are you? Yeah, when I met her, I was about... I I was about Could you stand height. up? I want to get a sense of how big Jodie Whittaker is then. Because <laughs> I've not... I, this is sort of new information. Oh, sorry. Oh, do be careful of that cable, because if yes, it unplugs, then the whole podcast is gone. Oh, yeah, I think I imagine Jodie's Doctor is sort of my height. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But this yeah. isn't actually... In my head, when you said 5'5", five, five, suddenly it was sort of there. No. And I was like, but J- Jodie Whittaker was kind of this a small... It's just compared to other yeah. doctors, isn't it? Like mm. they're all so tall because they're all men. And Sylvester so... McCoy is only mindly taller than that. Sylvester McCoy is he's a little man for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, he is. So there's a only bit, a couple of centimeters. But a big now. personality, massive personality for sure. Yeah. So let's, let's let's remember that. Let's keep that in let's mind, folks. Remember that. I should yeah. I do my Sylvester McCoy story again? I've never heard it. Oh, good. I, I feel like it's been about eighteen months since I've done it, so I might do it again. All right. I uh, I was in Manchester Piccadilly State. You know it, don't you? I know it to the extent that I repeated it back to you the other day. Will you, will you do it then? Nope. Okay. I was in Manchester Piccadilly Station uh, when about I about six years ago, maybe, mm-hmm. and I saw Sylvester McCoy just <gasps> just hanging out there. Oh my gosh! And I, you know, when you just like stop, I was like, "Fuck, it's Doctor Who!" And I like stopped in my tracks a bit, and then I was like looking at him to the extent that he noticed me looking and looked like go on then like you're gonna say something like he gave me a look that was like all right let's get this over with um and i just and then i had to speak because the, his look was so powerful that it meant i had to speak and i just went hi and then walked away that was it <laughs> oh no <laughs> absolutely, absolutely Wait, well, so was he rude or was he not like... rude he just, he just he gave me a look that was like i can see you want to speak to me so go on yeah. and then i did but i i just said hi <laughs> Really, How really old was you at the time? Uh, I was an adult. I was definitely an adult. Oh, I was okay. like a young adult. I was maybe... Was you the It was like six years ago then, I guess, I was like 19, 20. 
Yeah, that's still quite old. Yeah. yeah. About a year ago, I walked past Russell T. Davis in you the street. You did, didn't you? Yeah. Really? Uh, you didn't I, say anything, did you? Well, it's, it's sort of one of those things because I just walked, he walked past me and he was with some friends and, and it was, you know. It, you don't want to interrupt if he's with some But it was, it's sort of, it was just this very tall man speaking very quickly in a Welsh accent that was, it was, it was very obviously mm. him, but it, because it's so he walked past me, it kind of took me a few moments to go to piece it all together. And, and then after, I just kind of walked around London, because I was around uh, a sort of Covent Gardens area, just a bit shell-shocked. Because mm. you're just sort of like, oh, that just moment just happened. And it, you know when you're just like, yeah. oh, and I, I didn't act. I just, it all went past me too quick. I think I would be, it'd be really jarring seeing him in London, because he's always going on about Cardiff. Mm. And Manchester, yeah, he's a little bit Manchester. I think we were, we were by the theatre, so I imagine he'd just mm, seen a thing. He'd seen a play. Yeah. I saw um, Freeman Argument in the in King's Cross tube station. Uh, really? Ago. Um, and I, I, I saw her from behind, and I knew it was her because I saw her tattoo. And I was like, that's Freeman Argument. And then I was like, yes, it is. What's she got a tattoo what? of? It's like Cyberman. A, it's like a butterfly, right? Oh, cute. I love butterflies. It's that like, is. it's quite actually like it's quite like a tattoo you'd have got 20 years ago sort of thing like it's um like she probably got it on holiday or something yeah it's it's got the crazy frog next to it (laughs) imagine you have a tattoo of the crazy i've got a tattoo of the crazy frog have you no (laughs) we we had a doctor who spotted just two days ago did we yeah in brixton oh yeah of course yeah we We saw martha's mum all the time really she she lives around here i've seen her i think Three times. Though. We were having brunch. Oh, she must live near you. Yeah, she. We were having a burrito brunch. Ooh. And lovely. she walked past. Wow. Yeah. She went in your restaurant. Yes. Yeah. The restaurant I work in. She. I've never. Been you weren't there for that. But um, one of the chefs was telling us how he's chatted to a lot, and she's lovely because the chef's also a big Doctor Who fan. Oh. Goodness. If you're listening, shout out AD. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're. I think we're done. Uh, We've sort of petered out, but I... any last thoughts? Yeah. Is there anything? Oh, Renny, Rennie's out of five. Out of Rennie's. So is five bad? You create Wait, the scoring so system. Is, is, the amount, as... is the, the amount suggesting bad? So if you have, oh, that's a good point. I think if you need five, that means you've had a bad. But like, I needed five Rennies after the vanquishers that like I had. I had oh, acid issues. I don't think I would have needed to take. I don't think I would need to take any. No, I think I really enjoy. This is like one of my favorite like Jodie episodes. I think. I yeah. I I don't know if it's one of my favorites, but I enjoyed it a lot. I always it, find actually in general the New Year's ones are some of Chibnall's more serviceable work. Like they're never they're never the most interesting episodes, but they're yeah. always like oh he's actually written this one quite well. Yeah. Yeah. This was really 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 good. But whereas something like, for me, it takes you away is great. Mm. This is just really, really good. Yeah. Is how I felt about it. Mm. Mm. I think, I just feel like the Phasmine stuff for me is just going to blow everything else out. Yeah. <laughs> like, I genuinely have forgot everything else that's kind of really happened. Like, I feel like I can't have that much. Well, I said at the end of the episode, I was like, this is the, because you were meant to go and come up with the vanquishers and then you weren't available. I was like, like, I, I need like, to message Ronnie right now. I yeah. can't believe you've got me on for this episode. Yeah. But I'm such a big fuzzy. Like, it's crazy. I, yesterday, right, so many people have just spoke, like, it was all yeah. talk about Fazbear, and it just felt so great, because, like, I've been here since day one, rooting for them. Was it better than Christmas Day? It would have been, because you were in isolation I had Christmas COVID Day. Christmas Day, yeah, yeah. and that was my day I was most ill with COVID, so... Oh, was, oh did you get it bad? Oh, it's kind of, like, in between cold and flu. Oh. 
not quite flu, but like a bad cold. Oh, I'm sorry. Like, That's no, it. it was fine. I'm, I mean, I'm fine now. So yeah. it's my first out of isolation. You look stronger than ever. <laughs> yes. We, we... I've never met you before. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get any symptoms at all, did we? Sorry? We didn't get any symptoms at all. We also had I Christmas had sniffles, yeah. Oh, you had sniffles, but like, you weren't ill, really. No, I didn't. Yeah, we, we were lucky. I didn't have my booster. Uh, I we... had my booster about a week before I got mine, so I don't know if it was I had my booster ages difference. ago, because I'm diabetic, so I got it dead early. Oh, okay, yeah. I got it before the push for more boosters, even. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, to any anti-vaxxers listening, you're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speak your truth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not going to be sort of bipartisan on that one. sugarcoat that one. You're an Assholes. idiot right now, listening. Yeah, you thought you were safe listening to this podcast. Idiot. Not a safe space for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, I think we're done. Um, oh, are we going to see Carl again? Because it's weird. <laughs> oh, really it's weird to so. get a cameo oh like that. Oh my God, Carl is the new doctor. Because I... <laughs> Because I, th- oh I think Alex Morland was saying on Twitter, like, that guy is apparently, like, a fairly well-known TV actor. Like, he's not a nobody. So yeah. it's weird to, like, call him up for just that tiny cameo. Like, he's probably in one of the other ones. For me, ones. I think it was just... I don't know. I don't know if it's just me just connecting everything to Fazmin. Mm. But, like, he was there when they first met. And also <laughs> Cole. Cole was one of the first faces that 13 saw. I think we forget this. Oh, God. It was Graham, oh, Carl, yeah. and Grace, and everyone's always been commenting about, "Oh, we're going to see Carl again?" Because has everyone been commenting? Yeah, I've not seen, seen anyone. Like, I saw again. We like, must move I've in different circles. <laughs> there's all that thing about the first face that this that face saw. Yeah, yeah, it's true. The ass wasn't even the first face that Thirteen saw. It was Carl. Was it Carl? The <laughs> it was Carl and Graham and Grace. Well, I don't know who she looked at first, but it was one it was of them. It must be Carl. My question. Yeah. Carl is in Sheffield. Mm-hmm. What, yeah, He's what's on he doing in New Year's Eve he doing in on his own in Manchester, walking through the park. It wasn't even a nice pop like bit. It was like what is what is Carl's New Year's? Maybe Eve? he went to university in Manchester and he was visiting his pals in Manchester at, at New Year's Eve. That's why he was there. Yeah, but he was. I oh, probably didn't go to university. At, He's a train at, operator. Crucially, though, this mm. this all happened. Well, no, no, but he was working on himself, so maybe that was what... Yeah. Maybe he went back to university. Maybe, maybe he's at like, university I'm, now. Yeah, maybe the, in the last his two dad, years. His dad owns the company, so he can definitely afford it. Mm. Mm. But I I could, I just want to know, because crucially, the moment that the fireworks go off is New Year's Day. It's it's 12 o'clock, because the whole thing reset. Yeah, 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 it's true. So he spends the, the countdown wandering in a park with That's some true. chips. Like, on his in own. In a city he's not from. yeah. What is Carl's what is life he playing like? At? What is he playing at? I think he was actually looking for 13. Do you think? Mm. Yeah. <gasps> he's the first face that she saw. He's hunting her down. <laughs> he's so important, you know? Can we also, I did say we were wrapping up like 10 minutes ago, but can we talk about how um, John Bishop referred to Manchester as Manx? Like, as someone from mm. Manchester, Manx is not a common um, like thing you would call no. Manchester. It's just not a thing. I is don't it, know where Is it what you call from. the airport? Well, it's, it's like the code from for Manchester Airport, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you call it Manx, maybe. And, like, people from there are Manx. But you wouldn't say, I'm going to Manx. It's weird. Like, it's clunky in your mouth. Does, does Gausses do it? I don't know. I wouldn't know. I literally know nothing about the North. The most North I've been is Leicester. The Where's most Leicester? North you've ever been is Leicester? Yes. That's I incredible. went to university in Canterbury and I'm from East London, so I just... Oh, we, we like Canterbury. Canterbury. Should we do the song? It's yeah. Canterbury. Perfect. 
because it sort of lines with it. Wait, so you went to, to visit? <laughs> yeah, we yeah we went to visit for a no, day. No, we didn't go to Canterbury University. We went to Leeds University. Both we had a really oh, fun okay. boat ride. Like, I didn't go to Canterbury University. I went to Kent. I didn't go Kent. to Canterbury Christchurch. Have you been to the uh, the the Kent Freemasonry Museum? I know of that. I live around a corner. Because we have. we went there. I you probably went past my old house. Mm. Well, there you go. I literally live around the corner. We had a we had a great day out in Canterbury. Oh, Canterbury's amazing. Oh, it was lovely. We there, learnt about Marlow. Better than Marlow. fucking Chelmsford. Uh, Chelmsford. Any Chelmsford listeners yeah. out there? Your town is city is less interesting than Canterbury. <laughs> <laughs> However, Chelmsford has one of the best Oxfams. Oh, it does. That I've ever true. been to. That is true. Two stories. Unending amount of vinyl yeah, records. Yeah, 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 yeah. It has That's a very true. good retail park. In Chelmsford. Yeah, there's a very good one but, with um, every <laughs> fast food chain, and then there's a really good cinema. Oh, because you kind I know, of because I yeah. went to see. The last Hunger Games there at a midnight screening. The last Hunger Games. Because you're, you're, you're sort of from Essex, right? Yeah, so I went, I went to school in Redwood, Essex. which is like mm. where yeah. Towie's film. So, so yeah, many yeah. of my friends were from out at Essex, like Chelmsford. Well, Chelmsford's like Essex is only city. Is it? I mm. didn't even know that. So fun it's fact. Colchester. Colchester, not a city. Is it what? It How was, is that not a city? It really wants to be, but it isn't one. Mm. Oh, How's Canterbury? Oh, actually, is South End in Essex? Yes. Because uh, that is now a city. So that's oh, now, okay, so they have yeah. another city. They, ju- oh, they okay. just got made a city uh, last year. Well, they're all absolute shit <laughs> Oh, I quite like Southend. I love them. It's got the rides. It's got the, it's rides. Got, got the it. rides are good. I don't know. I've been mugged at Southend. Oh, fair enough. I went on a scout camp trip there. Did you? Yeah. What's the furthest north you've been? Probably Scandinavia, right? Or when you said north, did you mean in, in the UK? No, genuinely, actually, the most north on okay. this planet is Leicester. You probably, but you have been to Scandinavia, right? Uh, yeah, I'd have to look on a map. What's the highest point? It might be something like Saint Petersburg. Mm. Oh, sure. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, probably. Yeah. 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 Um, Fair enough. Yeah. In England, it will be well. No, in England, in UK, UK it will be Edinburgh, I think, or Glasgow, been, whichever's higher. I've been further up to like the Scottish yeah. Fenstride, I think. No, nothing. Which one is great? It's all right. I love Scotland. It's like better than England, but that's yeah. not great. My fa- well, my family's actually um, so half my family's Welsh. Yeah. So if I said first Scotland. Okay, I think we're done. Um, thank you so much for joining us, oh, Imogen. It's me. been so fantastic. Um, you're gonna go and get really plastered now at bottom yeah, of the bottom of Yeah, I'm going to Yeah. I've never done one. Have you done one, Johnny? I've not either. Actually. Your sister likes them, doesn't she? Famously. My sister really enjoys a bottomless brunch. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I really enjoy one. The last one I did, though, I did go shopping afterwards and spend about 70 quid that I did not have. What's... Because so. the focus is always on the food in a bottomless brunch. What are you ho- No, the focus is always on the drink, I mean. Yeah, what yeah. are you hoping for food-wise? Well, I'm actually going... It's actually a fancy kebab place. Oh. oh. So that's... That's an interesting twist on this. But I will say, best bottomless brunch in London is Eat Street Kitchen, which is just Oxford Street, and it's 25 quid, and you get the drinks in a bucket. Like an actual, like, bucket, like, as if you was, like, with sand. My... Like, no sand in it, but, like... <laughs> I don't understand why the bucket is appealing. I don't want my drinks in the bucket. Some couth. Because it's so You're big. going to a bottomless brunch. How couth do you think well, you are? I don't want some of my drink in a glass. Not no, obviously they do have it in glasses. Yeah. You don't oh, drink it straight from the bucket. You're not like putting your face well. in the bucket like. It's have a you ever had? Like. Have you ever been to one of those ones where you get sort of the? Um, it's like a big bowl, like a fish bowl of. 
Yeah. yeah there's loads of straws. Have, yeah, I've had oh, one That takes me Also back. uncouth. Right? I mean, who's the arbiter of couth? Apparently me. It's very jejune of you. This comes up a lot in our relationship. I think things are uncouth and Johnny thinks that I'm being boring. <laughs> yeah. It's like a really common thing that comes up. But Molly is... To the core, a prude. I'm a real, pres- <laughs> I'm like a real prescriptivist about like how you should eat and how you should act. Like, I, like I don't, really? I don't think you should wear a hat when you're eating. Stuff like that. I agree. Do you way. agree? Yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. But I, I like, I fundamentally know where you're coming from in that that's what English people have said for centuries. Mm. But I also think it gives a shit. Mm. <laughs> what if you're outside and it's really cold? Sorry, we're kind of inside. I wouldn't. I wouldn't choose to eat outside actually I don't that enjoy eating outside not, actually that's not that it's uncouth I just find it uncomfortable she told off our housemate because he went to the shops in slightly too uh, relaxed dress no 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 no. You're was eating. it pyjamas it was pyjamas oh I can't stand that right I can't stand that Thank I, you. I wish I had that confidence yeah ah you wish though no, right. I wish I had that confidence, but if it's someone I associate with and I have to go with well, yeah. them, I have to be, like, I have to be, so I have to be seen with them. <laughs> well, so wait, so how do you do the Christmas hats? Oh, oh fantastic we... question. Oh, we didn't do that actually, did we? No, we that, had zero Christmas cheer in this flat. Loophole in your yeah, we didn't do. I mean, we had a, I had a curry for Christmas dinner. What? Yeah, yeah, and you had a, a you Chinese had, takeaway from a place called Mister Chinese. Yeah, <laughs> it was the only one open. <laughs> the creativity. Yeah. Uh, we're done we're done thank you for joining us Imogen Imogen uh, it's where, been a where, pleasure where can people Imogen. find you online for your uh, Twitter musings and uh, yes. art stuff all my, all my fuzzy tweets how do people find it Jin uh, uh, Noodle Jin yeah. on Twitter uh, Johnny where do people find you on Twitter at Jonathan Volfish you can find me on Twitter at Molly underscore Martian you can find the podcast on Twitter at Galactico Pod you can email the podcast at Galactico Pod at gmail.com but let me know if you email me because there's a lot of emails in there right now from spam um, come to our play come to our play we might not do another episode of this podcast before we the play is on so this is your final won't. warning we almost definitely won't <laughs> come to our play 7th to 9th of De- uh, not December February 7th to 9th February um, in Clapham at the Bread and Roses Theatre Bread and Roses Theatre uh, Road the- to Nowhere it's called I'll why put, are you rushing through this? We're I'll trying put to promote the, it. I'll put you're all doing, the info. You're doing this in a miserably fast way. I'll it's like you're embarrassed the, that we're doing this together. I, well, I hate this bit. I hate the call to action. Well, let me do it then. All right, go on. Because you're doing it badly. All right, go on. <laughs> Come see our play. It's great. It's called Road to Nowhere. It's at the Bread and Roses Theatre in Clapham from the 7th to 9th of February. You're going to love it. Buy tickets on the Bread and Roses <laughs> Theatre website. We're going to put that in the description. You can also follow our theatre company at Little Creatures on Instagram and Twitter. I don't know what the handles are. Okay. Which, whose version did you prefer? Okay, okay. All right, bye everybody. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. (laughs)